0: Welcome to the True Identity Podcast, where we will discuss topics related to your physical, mental, and spiritual health. I'm your host, Nikki Romani. As a certified life coach and athletic trainer, I am passionate about helping individuals discover their true potential, becoming their authentic self, all the while enjoying life in the process. Are you ready to get started? Let's go. In today's episode, I have the honor and privilege of interviewing one of my friends, Paul Song. He is a man who is determined to help 20-somethings find their purpose, their true north, and their calling. And he has done so by creating his own organization and courses. He has written his own book. So this is an amazing podcast about his story, how he went from working for a Fortune 50 company to then quitting and deciding that's not what he wanted to do for the rest of his life and he thought that having all the money and having a career like that would fulfill him and it didn't. So he shares a little bit about his journey of how he got to where he is today and how you can do that yourself and if you feel unfulfilled where you are and you don't know what you should do then you are in the right place. I hope you enjoy my interview with my friend, Paul. Today, I have my friend, Paul, who is an author, speaker, and founder of Cara, helping 20-somethings find their sweet spot. So first of all, thank you, Paul, so much for being here.
1: Thanks so much for having me on your show.
0: This is exciting. So before we jump into what you do and all of that i kind of want to share how we met because it's a really funny story
1: (laughs) absolutely uh
0: i think we just got to start with saying we met through my mom on online through facebook right
1: (laughs) facebook group that's how all the best people meet you know
0: That's really, yep, that's very true. And I just remember my mom, she's like, Nikki, you have to meet this guy, Paul. He lives in San Diego. You guys are about the same age, like doing very similar things. And you got to meet. And then we met you. My mom like came down from L.A. to meet with you and I at this coffee shop.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's called, I remember the name of it. Cafe Bene, it's like a Korean, um, like a coffee shop in San Diego, and I clearly remember meeting you guys for the first time, and you know, now we're here. It's amazing, you know. <laughs> it
0: really is. Yeah, I know. God is so good.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: So, shout out to Tammy Romani. Thanks for the connection. <laughs> ooh, ooh. So, Paul, give us a little bit of a backstory of how you got to where you are, how you got into helping 20-somethings find their purpose and their calling.
1: Yeah. Well, um, you know, I I, um, graduated from college and, um, you know, at that time, my dream was to become the youngest chief human resource officer at a Fortune 500 company. So I had like a very ambitious goal. Got into my dream job. Worked for a company called Boeing, um, and you know, initially looked really awesome because you know I was making a lot of money. You know, compared to my peers, I had a great job security. Um, I was you know living in a nice, posh downtown neighborhood in Portland, Oregon. Um, you know, and I was driving my brand new Beamer that I just bought, and all my friends were saying, "Paul, you finally." fulfill your American dream, right? And it felt great in the first um, few months, but after about six months into it, I started to feel this sense of meaninglessness, a sense of emptiness. And long story short, I had my own version of a quarter-life crisis, right? And I didn't know who I was. I didn't know why I was doing what I was doing. And I had kind of this burning bush moment with God, and God was saying, Paul, why have you been pursuing all these things for yourself and where, where is me? Where is God in the the midst of all your dreams? Right. And that's when um, I realized through a mentor of mine that he, God had a plan for my life, had a calling on my life. And instead of creating my own version of what I wanted, I needed to listen to my caller Mm
0: -hmm. and ask
1: him, what is my calling uh, versus what are my just narcissistic self-driven needs. Right. And, um, I started to realize my friends, my peers also shared the same uh, shame, um, struggles of not knowing who they are, what they're supposed to do. And that's when I had this burden to help my friends and peers in my generation to discover their calling because this life, um, that we live is what the Bible says is like a mist that appears for a little while and vanishes. It just goes by so fast, and we don't know when we're gonna die. Uh, so often, people live as if we're living for eter- eternity, and, and you know that's not reality, right? So for me, that's what really propelled me to do what I do is to help people discover their why and, in light of who they are in Christ. So that's kind of how things have evolved, and now I'm here and. God's been so gracious in my life, and I get to speak on a topic that I'm so passionate about um, and coach millennials and help them really discover their calling.
0: I love that so much, and I, I can see the passion and the fire that you have, and I love that God uses those experiences that we have in the times of struggle and pain to turn that into our purpose and our passion to help other people, right?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. It's so important.
0: Yeah. And so through all that, you are an author and you wrote your first book called Quarter Life Calling, which is very exciting. It's an awesome book. I will put a link in the show notes for people to get that. (laughs) So what made you want to write a book?
1: Well, going back to that story, um, I, I just felt that I had to write a book. It wasn't something that I always thought like, oh, okay, I wanna write a book, but um, I just felt like I had to because there was not a single book on calling by a millennial. Most books on calling are, it could be for Christians, non-Christians. I mean, just a very general group because it is the question many people are asking, but there are certain things that millennials specifically they wrestle with right? One, I would call it the OCD, obsessive comparison disorder, right? So, so many young people are uh, comparing someone else's highlight reel with their behind the scenes and they're trying to follow someone else's calling instead of their calling. Therefore, they're so anxious and depressed, which is what we're seeing right now with this entire generation. So, I felt like I wanted to write a book through a voice of a millennial who not necessarily in my 50s or 60s, but somebody who's, who's going on this journey, who followed some of these frameworks and principles that have helped me personally, but I just wanted to help others who also are wrestling with this, but they don't have a guide. They don't have someone who could help them ask some questions. So that's kind of how everything you know, kind of revolved around that, and that's why I started writing my book.
0: And I think it's important too, like you said, it's a millennial writing to millennials, because there are a lot of books out there of like older people saying, hey, this is what you need to do. And it's very hard sometimes to listen to that because you're like, well, they don't know they're not, you know, they're not me. They're not in this generation. But the fact that you are in the same generation as the group that you're reaching out to, I think that's a huge thing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That That's that's Exactly. Kind of my motivation behind it. And it's, it's been honestly uh, pretty amazing to see um, millennials who've been impacted by this book. i have never thought the book would have been translated into Korean, which is my mother tongue, but also in Polish recently. Um, Honestly, like it just defies my imagination, how God has used this book. And I initially self-published it, you know, this was my first book. I didn't have a big, big, crazy, big platform, but um, that's, that's just a, a testimony of what happens when you live out your calling is that God does not often call the qualify, but God often qualifies the call. So when you are living in your calling, God's going to empower you. He's going to qualify you with his strength and his presence. So for those who are fearful or scared, I just say, Hey, be faithful one step at a time and live in obedience and let God do the rest.
0: Yes. And you have been so inspiring to me, Paul. You're the person I reached out to when I started writing my book. I'm like, Paul did this. I can do it. (laughs) And I'm I'm just a couple steps behind you, but I'm getting there.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and you are doing it. I'm proud of you.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Yes. And then along, so you've been traveling, you kind of mentioned that traveling, talking about this book. Can you talk about like what that's been like and speaking to these groups of people about this book and just, was that just kind of mind blowing to you that you were actually speaking in front of these people about something that you're just passionate about and God just set you up?
1: Yeah. And you see, like, I, I, that's not something I signed up for initially because I just thought I was going to write a book, but, um, That's when I realized that it's one thing to write a book and it's one thing to have people read your book, right? You could spend all this time. And as you know, Nikki, like you spent a lot of time thinking, praying and writing, but then what happens if no one reads it, right? Like, and so that's where you have to market it. And one of the easiest ways is to, is to speak on it. So for the last couple of years, I've had over a hundred different speaking engagements and went to travel all across America, Canada, to, to Korea, the Philippines, Japan, and Honestly, it's it's been an amazing journey for me. Um, and for those who are listening who might have like, I don't I don't think I'm a speaker, communicator, I just wanna tell you that I had a phobia of speaking in public. Not many people know about it, but I share my story because growing up in my childhood, I always was picked on because I lived in America until I was nine, came back to Korea, didn't speak Korean at all, I went to Korean school, my teacher asked me to read Korean in the text, but I literally couldn't read it. So I was speaking broken Korean. All my friends started laughing at me and made a fool of myself. And, and I thought like, hey, I don't have what it takes. I'm not a good speaker. And that's a self-talk I've been telling myself for many, many years. But uh, here now, you know, God is using my very weaknesses and my very things that I thought I didn't have. And he uses that to turn it around where It's not about me anymore. It's about God and giving him all the credit and glory. So it's just amazing to see that. And I love speaking now. I love sharing my story and I'm a lot more comfortable with myself. And it's just been a healing and redeeming process. of how God can use the very um, most difficult and the part of my wounds and the hurts I have and turn it around. So. It's been fun. I mean, in terms of all the traveling, I don't necessarily enjoy like going to the airport and the TSA, (laughs) all that stuff is not my favorite, right? However, when I'm at the place with the people, interacting, engaging with them, that's what gives me energy. That's what makes me come alive.
0: And that's so powerful that... Like you're like you said, the story of you being so afraid to speak in public and to speak in front of people, and now look where God has brought you—it's just amazing.
1: Yeah, uh, praise the Lord.
0: Yeah, and like you said too, like God, uh, He qualifies the called. You know, it's not like we have it all figured out and all together, but He's like, I know you. There's something in you, and He like raises us up to do that. And you kind of you, and. Through that process, I'm sure you've grown and you've learned a lot about yourself, even just stepping out and standing on the stage and speaking to people.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm learning every single time. It's been an adventure.
0: Yeah. And now let's talk about the most recent thing you've done. You just launched your first course online. Can you talk about that and what that looks like and all of that?
1: yeah it's my first online course called finding your calling um and the reason why i really created it was because i wish i could be concurrently in korea and in japan all these different countries doing what i'm doing but i just don't have time um you know i'm realizing more and more you know time is one of the greatest commodities out there and just you just, it's limited, right? So how do I scale the work I do and continue to impact people when I'm not at that place or church or um, organization where I get to speak on this topic? So um, that's why I created the online course um, primarily for millennials, anywhere from, I would say, 20 to or mid-30s, those who are struggling with you know, what is my sense of identity? What is my calling? Um, what what do I do if I feel stuck in a job? I want to weigh out, but I just don't know how. So it's helping them connect the idea of calling to their career. So um, yeah, that's how it started. Uh, launched a few weeks ago. Um, the whole thing was about learning process. I'm, I'm, I learned so much. I've been really enjoying the whole learning process. And that's kind of how it all happened.
0: Yeah, that's incredible. And you, yeah, through this course, I love that you kind of have this, you have a business mind and I love that you kind of said like, I want to reach as many people and scale with using this course because you are only one person and you can't be in the same place at the same time. But with using an online course, like anybody has access to you, which I think is so smart on a business end, but also uh, like with, you know, reaching as many people as you can to help them because that is your heart.
1: Yeah, that is. And that's why, you know, I want to continue doing more stuff online um, just because that's kind of where things are moving. Um, So I want to have a variety of different things available. So for people who want more of a high touch one-on-one coaching um, workshops, but also they can, you know, have an online course for those who just really want to take time through their own time and go through the exercises and activities to really help them find your calling.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and where can people find you? Where can people find these things and get in touch with you if this is something that as they're listening to us talk, they're like, oh man, like I don't really know what my calling is. I don't know what I'm doing. Maybe I need to get in touch with Paul. How can they do that?
1: Yeah, Um, you know, they can reach out to me on social media, on Instagram or Facebook, or if they want more resources on this topic, um, you can go to caraqara.org to learn more about some of the resources there. If I want to access the, the, the online course, findingyourcalling.co, um, that's the uh, URL for that. So yeah, that's anywhere. I'm pretty available. I mean, so I'm more than happy to talk with anybody who's listening who have questions about calling or anything else.
0: And I will put all of that in the show notes as well so people can link to that. But do you have any final um Pieces of advice or a couple tips as to how someone can get started in finding their calling.
1: Yeah, there's a there, I could speak at an hour on that topic. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> so I'm trying to think about how can I distill this into the most practical points. So I think one first and foremost is your 20s is not the end of your life. Oftentimes, 20-somethings they feel the sense of um, pressure, an inordinate amount of pressure that I have to somehow figure it out right now. And the reason why we feel this way is because of the instant gratification world we're living in um, through social media and technology, which has created such a fast paced culture. And there's nothing wrong with that. But when you apply that into your own life, it just doesn't work that way. Think about Moses who waited 40 years, right, until he really was called at, eight, at the age of 80. Think about Joseph, 13 years. Um, You know, all all these people who've been used by God had years of years. God works not in in minutes or hours. He works in years and decades. So remember that in light of finding your calling because finding your calling is a lifelong process. And in order to find how to find your calling, one of the things I would say is... um, Create a journal, I would say a self-awareness or a calling journal, if you will, and start asking people in your life, personally, people who really know you well. Personally, I call it your personal board of directors, your family, your friends, your coaches or mentors, people in your life who, has, who knows you and who can speak truth and life into you, right? And I would ask a simple question, something like, you know, what makes me unique? What am I good at? Um, when do you feel like I come most alive? Uh, well, what are things that you've seen in my life that, um, that, that, that I need to work on? You know, what, what are the desires or passions that you've seen in me? And these are questions I would ask myself first, but I also ask people around, and I've been doing this since high school. And there's this amazing pattern that you see like a beautiful tapestry that's being um, created that you see, wow, all these people, the people that I've met in different intersections of my life, they're saying the same thing. And when you look at your sweet spot and, and discover what that is, that's the direction that you wanna head towards too. And it's a one step at a time. It's about being faithful, more about than being successful. So um I just want to encourage anybody: if you're feeling anxious right now, if you're feeling like I have to somehow figure it out, take it take it slow. Take it uh, take it slow and be faithful, and God's going to show up at the right time, right? And, and, and most importantly, I, I think that um finding your calling, people think it as if it's like your job or your, your career. It's not. It's actually. Your primary calling is mostly what's in the Bible, which is your relational call. When Jesus invites you into a relationship. And I'm not talking about just being saved or being a born-again Christian. I'm talking about every single day, walking out your faith with him. So when you're waking up in the morning, are you asking God, the caller, God, how do I live my life? What should I do? And the reason why so many of us young people fail to do that is because we don't focus on the basics, the fundamentals. It's nothing crazy formula. It's going back to the word of God. You know, I have my Bible here with me. I, I am in love with the word of God. The word of God is a lamp to my feet, a light to my path. It, it is going to guide me. But so often people, young people, spe- specifically think of this book as this ancient text that does has no relevance to my, their life. And that is completely false. The more you read the bible the more you know what who the caller is the more know you know his characteristics and the more you know what it is you're calling in your life so go back to the word of god go back and and seek him and everything that you do and god's going to lead you That that's my two cents
0: i love it it's so good so powerful and i feel like writing stuff down is so important asking other people about who you are is important but the the main thing is to go back to God and ask him like who he sees you to be and who you are. And I think also with the comparison thing, a lot of us, a lot of people start their day looking at social media and looking at their phones. So I just want to throw that in as like spend time with the Lord in the morning instead of like turning on your phone and looking at social media because that's when the comparison starts to kick in is because you're looking at other people's Instagrams and Facebooks and because you're not doing those things and then you start just comparing yourself but we're all unique we all have unique callings and I'm just so excited for all that you're doing Paul and that you're really speaking into people's lives and encouraging them to be their authentic and unique self that God has called them to be.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it, Nikki. And I am very proud of you and, you know, the journey that you've been taking on. And it's, it's awesome to see this. And it's a privilege to be on the show. So thank you for your time and just being with host me. appreciate it.
0: Well, thank you. And thank you for being my friend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Paul is such an amazing man and I feel so honored that he would come on this podcast and I love how God uses things like the internet to connect people and now we have a friendship and we are doing things together. He, like I said, he's my um, go-to guy for how to write a book and he just put together a course and so I love bouncing ideas off of him and I'm just so so thankful for him and he's getting married this week so congratulations Paul on this exciting new adventure you're going on but thanks again for listening to this interview make sure to refer back to the show notes to get anything that we talked about to check out his website check out what he's doing go to cara.org I will put a link in the show notes for that check out his course And anything else, look to the show notes. But I just love how God also uses our own experiences in life to be able to help other people. Whether they're really hard and a struggle, God uses that pain and turns it into our purpose. And I love what Paul is doing, helping 20-somethings find their true north, find their purpose, find their calling. So if that's you, make sure to go check it out. Check it all out to see what he's up to, to see what he's doing. And in regards to what I'm doing, if you are an athlete who has been injured, I want to help you. I want to help you go from hopeless to hopeful. So go to NikkiRomani.com slash athlete to get on the list to get on my email list and I will send something to you that I have been working on and just to be able to have those sleepless nights go away to be able to not worry so much or have anxiety about what's next or what you're going to do or if you're ever going to be able to play your sport again don't worry I've got you I've been there I get it and I would love to help you. So make sure to go to NikkiRomani.com athlete. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you know when interviews like this or other episodes will be available. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, your true identity is not what you do, but who you are. And you are awesome.